podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. And the fallout continues from Liverpool 2, Tottenham 2 on Sunday. Liverpool and Spurs fans going back and forth on social media. Liverpool fans showing things that actually happened. Spurs fans showing screenshots of things and attempting to claim things happened. For example, Joel Matip winning the ball against Harry Winks. Allegedly, that's a penalty. Deli Ali falling over in the penalty area. Allegedly, that's a penalty. They've pulled out uh, a still shot of Andy Robertson and Jaffet Tanganga in a tackle from last season in which Robertson clearly wins the ball. Tanganga is late on Robertson. And if it was not for Robertson turning himself, it would have been a nasty injury for one of them. But the foul that was committed was committed by Tanganga, not by Robertson. But they'd like you to think that that was a leg-breaking challenge because they don't want to accept that their captain is the dirtiest player in the league. He's not their captain, is he? No, he's England's captain. Lloris is Spurs' captain. But he's still the dirtiest player in the league. Jurgen Klopp will not face sanction over his comments both to Paul Tierney and about Paul Tierney. And you have to imagine it's because he's right. You have to imagine it's because the Premier League have taken a look at the situation and said, well, yes, Jurgen Klopp was right there. That is a penalty. And yes, that was a red card challenge. As Klopp said to Tierney, you never played the game. You don't understand the game. He's right. That's why I've said for a long time that the PGMOL, they should be recruiting former players. Players who kind of wash out of the system between the ages of 18 and 21. The kids that don't make it. But they've had that background in football. They've been in academies for years. And maybe they're just not quite good enough to make it. And you can offer them a good life, a good salary. A Premier League referee makes about 70 grand a year. They do about 20 hours a week of work. They're in the top 5% of salary earners in the UK for what's basically a part-time job. Many of them have second jobs. If you referee in European competition on top of that, it's more. If you referee in international games, again, it's more. A referee earns about £1,100 for each game they oversee. £1,100 for a few hours' work. Plus a per diem. Plus all expenses paid, travel, accommodation. They make great money and they should start to recruit former players, even players who retire early. If a player has to retire at the age of or decides to retire at the age of 31, 32, why not get them in? We see referees now running around till they're 50. VAR is the same thing. We need to change the VAR system. Change who's recruited for the VAR. It shouldn't be current referees. It should be people hired and trained specifically to act as VAR. That should be their only task. They should never referee a game 
they should have no connection to the referees. No crossover at all. So they can be more objective. They're not going to worry about upsetting their friend or embarrassing their buddy. Jurgen Klopp was right with what he said. And that's why he's not facing any sanction. Now the Reds' next game is Leicester tomorrow night in the Carabao Cup quarterfinal. And it looks like Pep and Linders will take charge. He's certainly given the the press conference. Uh, he said Liverpool will not rush back the return of those who have tested positive for COVID-19 as players will need training after 10 days of isolation. Currently, Virgil van Dijk, Fabinho, Curtis Jones and Thiago are in isolation after positive tests, leaving Jurgen Klopp without four key players, three of whom are nailed on starters and among our best players. Um, the earliest return, theoretically, for the former trio is Leicester on December 28th. So that would be for Curtis, Fab and Virgil, whereas Thiago wouldn't be back till the Chelsea game on January 2nd. And that's basically assuming their quick recoveries. Uh, Jordan Henderson should be back for Leicester if they wanted to play him. Uh, he had a cold. He did not have a, a case of COVID. So um, that's good news. He'll at least be back for that game and for the Leeds game. And Leeds is a game that Liverpool should win quite comfortably considering, well, Leeds are awful. Uh, 7-0 against City, 4-1 against Arsenal. And it felt like Arsenal took their foot off the off the pedal about 45 minutes in. To move around the main Liverpool sites, uh, this is Anfield. There's still some fallout from the game. Uh, Jota's goal, the referee and fixtures. And the fixtures ahead, last word on Liverpool 2, Spurs 2. They've got some pieces on the, the Klopp incident. Uh, I did see, on the topic of Klopp, I did see somebody on social media today. Uh, Klopp obviously has said Liverpool won't sign anybody who's not double vaccinated. They won't sign anyone who's, you know, weird. So someone tweeted, if Klopp came out and said he wouldn't sign a player of a certain race, religion or sexuality, there'd be uproar. Why is this different? Well, it's different because... You can't catch a sexuality. You can't catch a religion. And the last time I hung out with an Indian friend, I didn't come home as an Indian man. You can't, you can't catch these things. They're not transmissible. Um, it is incredible how narrow-minded people are. And speaking of narrow-minded, uh, I don't know if anybody has seen it yet, but if you go on social media... And look up Ricky Lambert, you will no doubt see it. Ricky Lambert has outed himself as a COVID crazy. Um, he is comparing the plan to vaccinate kids to Nuremberg. And um, unsurprisingly, Dejan, the right-wing pebble, Lovren, has liked these tweets. Or these, uh, I think it's an Instagram post, maybe. But uh, the pebble has liked these things. 
the worst striker in club history, and I I maintain the worst centre back in club history. Both being on that side of the fence is no surprise, but also a joyous occasion. Uh, two dreadful lads, may they stay far, far away from the club. Awful, awful players, and uh, it seems like questionable human beings as well. Though we knew that about Lovren when he was liking things by Tommy Robinson on Twitter. Um, on to Liverpool.com. Liverpool can re-sign Playmaker for just £17 million, and Jurgen Klopp should consider unlikely transfer. Phil Coutinho. I, I do often wonder if Coutinho takes stock on things. And looks back and thinks, yeah, maybe I, maybe I made a mistake. Now, I will say, since leaving Liverpool, he's done okay. He's won two La Liga titles. He's won a Bundesliga. He won the Champions League with Bayern. Couple of Copa del Reyes, a German Cup. He has done okay in terms of the honours he's won. He's obviously made more money than he would have made at Liverpool. But, you know, he's he's had one season where he was... No, to be fair, when he first signed, he did okay. I think he, he scored like 10 and 20 or something and played regularly across the second half of the season. The following season, he was largely a first-choice player, played 50-odd games, did pretty well. Then they loaned him out, and he did okay at Bayern, to be fair. He did okay at Bayern. And uh, the last two seasons, he's been back at Barca. He was a squad player last year, riddled with injuries. This season, he's again a squad player. They want him gone. They've wanted him gone since the summer of 2019. And there's no buyer for him. I do. That's when I do often wonder, like, this was your dream. You forced this. You pushed for this. You told lies. You fell out with a manager who bent over backwards to accommodate you. And has it all been worthwhile? You know, you've made your money. You've won your trophies. But do they mean as much as it would have done to win them with Liverpool? Where you would have been one of the stars of the team as opposed to a, a squad player at Barca? Squad player. At Bayern, does it mean as much? Only he can answer that. And maybe he's very happy with his lot. Maybe he is very happy with his lot. But Coutinho left us at 25, about to turn 26 a few months later. He was in his prime. He was having an outstanding season for us despite all the shenanigans that were going on, when he was on the pitch, he was sensational. Him and Salah had great chemistry. Him and Mane had chemistry. Him and Bobby obviously were incredible together. I do just wonder, does he ever look back and think I'd much rather be part of that Liverpool team? Uh, Liverpool should not re-sign him. At this point in his career, Phil Coutinho is not a player who, who changes things for us. He doesn't get in our team, for starters. I mean... Yeah, he could play the right-sided eight role, 
but he doesn't do enough off the ball work. He's not consistent enough anymore. And it would be a lot on Fab and Thiago to carry the load that he'd leave behind. Mohamed Salah makes Liverpool transfer demand as Reds contact Barcelona for Phil Coutinho. This is the Media Digest piece. Uh, Salah's demand is that he wants Liverpool to sign Erling Haaland, allegedly. I have great doubts that that's true. Uh, he might want them to sign. I doubt he's demanded it. Uh, the piece about Coutinho, which is nonsense. Uh, let's see. Naby Keita blasted. For, oh, former Liverpool forward Stan Collymore. Always worth, always worth a listen is Stan. Um, no, he's, he's actually not. He's, he's, he's atrocious. He's absolutely atrocious. For me now, I'm getting to the end of my tether with Keita. Um, now you understand how we all felt watching you play, Stanley. AFCON rumours put to bed. The Confederation of African Football have sought to put rumours over the AFCON being postponed to bed. Their president says that the tournament will go ahead. Uh, he said he will be in Cameroon for the Af African Cup of Nations on January 7th. I, I don't know. I still have... I still have a feeling that something's going to come around on that one, that it's not going to go ahead because there's not enough desire for it to go ahead. Certainly the clubs don't want it happening. And I don't think a lot of other countries that aren't from Cameroon, that aren't Cameroon, Cameroon want it because they want to be able to host it. I don't know that anybody else really wants it all that much. It's as simple as that. Um, Ajax CEO hints at Liverpool transfer path for £28 million man better than Barcelona's Frankie de Jong. Liverpool have been linked with Frankie de Jong recently, but according to Ajax's sporting director, the club have a better could have a better option to choose. And that player would be Ryan Gravenberch. Ryan Gravenberch is an immensely talented player. And he is somebody that Liverpool have been linked with in the past. And he will cost a lot of money. But his contract is up in 2023. So you never know. You could maybe get him for in and around the 35 million mark. 40 maybe. Add some add-ons to that. But if Liverpool could get Gravenberch in 2022... And then Bellingham in 2023. So Gravenberch replaces Henderson in 2022. Bellingham replaces Thiago in 2023. You give them like a season to bed in. That could be a really special duo in midfield. You add Harvey Elliott to the mix. That could be very, very good. That'll be three immensely talented young players on top of the likes of Kate Gordon. That would solidify the future for the club. So, you know, and Ibu Kanate is only, what, 22? Trent is only 23? All of a sudden, you start to see the next Liverpool team start to take shape. Liverpool transfer collapsed after a 60 million agreement, but Jurgen Klopp could still seal move. Oh, this is about Federico Chiesa. So, 
some Italian journalist, I haven't heard of him before, not to disparage him, but I haven't heard of him before, says Liverpool reached an agreement with Fiorentina to sign Chiesa in the summer of 2020, only for the move to collapse. I'll tell you the background, he says. Fiorentina reached an agreement with Liverpool for £70 million, but the negotiations did not go through due to the boys' desire to go to Juventus. And so there was the famous two-year loan. Uh, I have doubts that that's in any way true. We did definitely move for Chiesa last summer, 2021, and he was interested. So we just couldn't find a way to do a deal because Juventus had him on loan. They had a second season of that loan. They had an obligation to buy, and there was just no way around it. Now, he may become available this coming summer, and if he is, I would say he's one that Liverpool will certainly kick the tyres on. Jurgen Klopp might like £128 million star after Mina Riola admission, but Liverpool transfer unlikely. Matthias De Ligt has been at Juventus for three years, but Mina Riola stated recently he could leave in the summer. Um, I, I really like Matthias De Ligt. I think the Matthias De Ligt we saw develop at Ajax was sensational, but he has not been anywhere close to the same level since joining Juventus. Uh, he had a hit and miss first year, a bit of an injury plagued second year, and this season he hasn't been good. He hasn't progressed at all. There's absolutely no chance Liverpool would pay anything close to 128 million for him. Not a single chance would anybody play that for him, to be fair. He does have a buyout. But he's also only got two years left in his contract. So you just wait if that's the case. He's definitely not worth spending that type of money on, as good as I think he can become. Liverpool must soon prove Luis Suarez's hypotheses right and give Jurgen Klopp exactly what he wants. Liverpool tied Luis Suarez to a new deal on this day in 20, 2013. And Jurgen Klopp will be praying that Salah does the same and agrees a contract extension. Yeah, I think we all just want the Salah contract extension done. I think it's as simple as that. Just find a way to get Luis Suarez tied down to the club long term. No, Luis Suarez, what am I saying? Find a way to get Mo Salah tied down to the club long term. Make sure that the best years of his career are all spent at this club. Because he's the best player in the world right now. He's having a season that nobody else around Europe is having. People will say, oh, Lewandowski, Benzema. They're having great seasons. And from a goal-scoring point of view, yeah, they're having seasons similar to Mo. But they're not doing what he's doing in other areas. Salah has 22 goals and 9 assists. In 24 games this season. That is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Get that contract signed. As soon as possible. Use that money you were going to spend on. Cruzeiro John. Get it done. Where's the Brazilian football money John? Um, on Anfieldindex.com. There is a new fatigue index. Gags and Simon Brundish. Recorded this one live on Discord yesterday. So do check that one out. 
There will be a scouted and a rival recon coming in the next couple of days, as well as the other usual midweek pods. So do check all of those out. And that's me for today, folks. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.